This is Tristop Thursday Night Live, August the 26th, I believe it is, 2021, and I'm Donald Wayne. I'm Dennis Lee. Oh, I got you on the wrong speaker again. <laughs> hey, Dennis. Hey, Dennis Lee. Hello, Donald Wayne. I need you coming through the other hole, not that one. <laughs> uh, well, I hey. had a nickel for every time I heard that. Hey, hey. welcome, BP. Hey, BP. Yep. Oh, gosh. Of all these things that I have to do, that's usually the one that I forget about until the last minute, and that's changing the speakers. So you don't feed in through the other side. Mm. Golly. Well, made it to Thursday. Well, yes. Yes, we um, did. It's not a great Thursday. By any no, means, it's not. Very, and um, very troubling, very sad, very tragic day. Um, I, I actually couldn't believe it when I saw the news this morning. Um, I think if the first thing that came out was like there was, you know, they had the explosion, but there was like three Marines injured, three or four, I can't remember. And, uh, but then, then that story changed and, um, got worse. And then it got worse in the afternoon. Terrible day in Afghanistan. I, yeah, uh, you know, I kind of changed a couple of the things that I was going to talk about because, you know, I was going to try to make it not completely lighthearted tonight, but, you know, something of, a little different nature than, than we we've been doing lately just because of there's so much seriousness in the news but uh, it's kind of hard to do that now anyway we're live it's our weekly live show and uh, we're going to uh, see what we can do with it Yes, indeedy. So, yes, indeedy. But uh, yeah, definitely, our hearts and uh, our our prayer, our prayer, our thoughts and prayers go out to the the, the family members, so the the uh, military that you know the service members that lost their lives today. That is horrible. 
Yes. Actually, uh, and I was surprised, you know, because some people were saying there's some, you know, some uh, real tragic pictures that some people are sharing on the Internet of, of things. And then I had not seen anything because they typically don't show a lot of gross, you know, gross, uh, not gross, um, graphic stuff on Fox. But somebody had a piece of film on there. And, you know, there's this. Uh, some kind of trench that goes around at least a portion of the airport there in Kabul. And they say it's full of sewer water or water that's just become sewer water. And there was a picture of uh, people walking around through that water and there was all kinds of stuff in the water. And then you started seeing bodies floating in the water. So I think they're saying there's over 90 Afghans killed outside the wall today because of the explosion yeah jeez yeah and and you know originally it was something like uh 15 yeah it was it was a fairly low number but there was two explosions so they um but then as the afternoon went on then then the numbers increased and and got worse and i mean it's just what can you say about that I mean, it's all been said today and it's, I saw one person, uh, I, I think it was Joey Jones. Have you ever seen Joey Jones? You, you probably have, if you watch Fox, he's on there a lot. He was, uh, I haven't seen him. I don't think, I think he was a ranger or uh, in the army in some capacity, but he was a bomb technician and he's the guy that you'll see on Fox a lot. He lost both of his legs, so he Jeez. he he's on Fox a lot and on that Gutfeld show sometimes at night. And of course, you can see him sitting there. He's got two mechanical legs, but um, he he's he was a little upset today. Uh, not only oh, there's the boat people again. Sorry about that. I get <laughs> I get busy talking, but he was upset not only because of what happened, but then he was upset because all the politicians started coming out and making political statements about this. And he said, now's not the time to be pointing fingers politically at each other. I mean, you can point fingers at people who should have made better decisions maybe, but not to make it Republican Democrat issues. And he was upset about that. And he's, he's, of course he's a Republican, but, it um, he, he was aggravated at that. I've seen a lot of interviews today that people were just some were outraged. And did you see? Uh, you probably didn't get to see the Biden conference, did you, Dennis Lee? I caught the tail end of it. <laughs> well, it was. Um, oh, you probably saw the part where he was talking to us. Uh, uh, Ducey, because uh, he let Ducey ask the last question. Is it Steve Ducey or what's his? What's the kid? Yeah, Steve. Du- you know, and I think it's really odd. I don't remember um, Trump ever carrying around a card telling him what um, reporters to call out to. Well, he started out the conference saying, uh, you know that here's here's who they told me to call on this is what i was told to do and of course several people have have you know mentioned that and said that's president of the united states 
who tells you what to do? Do you think anybody would have told Donald Trump what to do? Now, that's different from giving somebody advice, but, you know, he's he's done that before. He stood up there and said, well, they've told me that I, I have to do this, or they've told me I have uh, to get yeah, out of here. Obama never did that. Uh, oh, George Lord, Bush no. Bush never did that. I mean, I, I don't. In our lifetime, we've never had a president talk that way. So I, I'm not quite sure who he's referring to. Maybe his wife is telling him <laughs> who he's supposed to. But, you know, they had certain people you had to call on first. Then he asked for a couple of random ones. And then the last one was Steve Ducey. And he made some comment about him being the renowned or the important or something like that. And I'm sure it was tongue in cheek. And then, of course, Steve Ducey. You know, you could tell he pissed him off, but he didn't really go into it. You know, that's when he bowed his head down there and grabbed his book and was, or his folder, whatever he was doing. It was, um, it was different, but it's, it's, you know, that's what Biden's been doing uh, most of his uh, press conferences. Right. And then it, and it took him all day to get out there to uh, what well, was it, a little after five o'clock this afternoon before he ever talked. And yeah, that, he was about 30 minutes late. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's everybody's analyzing. And, and, and I, I said that, you know, I wasn't going to get into that night because I'm, I'm honestly not qualified to critique these guys that make these decisions. I can have an opinion about it. But it would be hard for me to sit here and say, gee, they should have done this. But when I listen to some of the other uh, retired generals and people who have had experience in Afghanistan, it's like, you know, my first question is, why didn't, if Donald Trump set it up to get out of there the 1st of May, why didn't we just go ahead and make preparations and get out of there in a timely manner, start withdrawing people or getting civilians out of there back in January. Right. But, but then when I ask that question, then I answer it myself by saying, well, they probably didn't want him to do what Trump had set up to do. You right. know, if Trump said we're supposed to get out in May, he was damned if he was going to get out in May. I don't know. That may be it, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hey, just duck. How are you? So, I mean, I tried not to listen to too much of it today. I had work to do in the office, but um, every once in a while I'd see a particular face on there. I, I would listen. But there's a lot of pissed off people right now about what has allowed, been allowed to happen. And um, I don't see that. I mean, we've only got five days until we're supposed to be out of there, and uh, it's going to be a tense five days. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I, I just, I, since that's all they've been talking about today, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people have heard everything, every angle, every opinion there is, but it's just disappointing and tragic and you know of course being a marine family it's it's kind of uh, it's it's really 
that was something that I always worried about. It was always in the back of my mind. And uh, I can't imagine the families that that have to wait and get those calls from from commanding officers and stuff. Are you still there? I was muted. Yeah. Well, you're muted. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's see. So that's, unless you have something you want to add to that, I just, I just didn't feel like I could really, really could or should just keep chewing the fat that they've been talking about all day. It's just, yeah. just express in our feelings about, what the families are going through and what those poor people are going through over there now worrying about getting out. If they can't even trust going to the wall or to the, you know, to the uh, airport tragic, but you would think that we would have thought about all of that, right? You would think so. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, since you're busy, I can go into my first story there. <laughs> well, I'm having, I, I'm it's just a computer, short one. Having computer issues on this end over here. Oh, you! All Everything's your material is up on me. Is it blinking? Let's do more than that. I'm working on that while you go ahead, sir. All right. Well, let me let me do this, and actually, it's. Um, it's one that BP emailed to us. So BP, this is one of your stories. You actually have sent several here lately. You've been busy, been busy checking out these things. So checking this, it out. yeah, this, this first one, uh, first story that I have is, uh, like I said, emailed by BP It's regarding the total COVID deaths in New York. And I guess because of everything that was going on in Afghanistan, did you really pay attention that Governor Cuomo Monday was his last day in office? I mean, I I, I forgot about it. I knew he was supposed to be leaving. I forgot all about Cuomo. He was able <laughs> so to slip right he, out under the radar. Yeah, he's no longer governor anymore of New York. I'm sure people are. I do want to quickly break down some of the quarterback rankings. What? <laughs> Did you you have somebody in the office? There's my but so. Cuomo's out. We've got a new, they have a new governor in, in New York State. Uh, Kathy Hochul. Hochul? I guess that's it. I, gee, I, I need an interpreter for names. But um, anyway, this is a story from the AP by Marina Villanueva. Villanueva. I can't even read. Um, she's the new 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 York governor. And she said that there, there was an additional 12,000 deaths that had to be added to the list. You know, that Cuomo had not uh, provided as far as the total deaths in New York state because of COVID issues. Uh, so the story goes delivering another blow to what's left of former governor, Andrew Cuomo's legacy New York's Governor Kathy Hochul acknowledged on her first day in office that the state had nearly 12,000 more deaths from COVID-19 than Cuomo told the public. 
She said the public deserves a clear, honest picture of what's happening, and that's whether it's good or bad. They need to know the truth, and that's how we restore confidence. In its first daily update on the outbreak Tuesday evening, Hochul's office reported that nearly 55,400 people have died in New York State from the coronavirus. And that's based on death certificates certificates submitted to the CDC. That's up from 43,400 that Cuomo reported to the public as of Monday, his last day in office. So he couldn't even tell the truth on his last day in office. Uh, The higher number is not entirely new because the federal health officials had known uh, some academic institutions tracking COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. had been using the higher tally for many months because of known gaps in the date Cuomo had been choosing to publicize. Uh, The new governor said, there's a lot of things that weren't happening, and I'm going to make them happen. Transparency will be the hallmark of my administration. I don't really know how long she has to serve. Uh, I don't know how long Cuomo had been in, you know, served of his latest term, but uh, I guess she's going to make the best of it. Uh, The AP first reported in July on the large discrepancy between the figures publicized by the Cuomo administration and numbers the state was reporting to the CDC. The count used by Cuomo included only laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 deaths reported through a state system that collects data from hospitals, nursing homes, and adult care facilities. That meant the tally excluded people who died at home, in hospice, in prisons, or at state-run homes for people with disabilities. It also excluded people who doctors believed died of COVID-19 but never got a positive test to confirm the diagnosis. Such tests were scarce in the initial months of the pandemic when hundreds of New Yorkers were dying each day. There are presumed and confirmed deaths. People should know both, Hochul said. Uh, Let's see how much we... All right. Cuomo's critics long charged that he was manipulating coronavirus statistics to burnish his image. Months later, it turned out that his administration had minimalized... Minimalized? I can't even say it. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute. We got somebody on here. Hey, LEJ, I didn't even see you. You're on the screen to my left. Uh, Welcome. I can't say minimized. There I did. I said it. The death toll among nursing home residents by excluding several thousand who had succumbed after being transferred to the hospitals. On another front, lawmakers from both political parties have called for the firing of state health commissioner Howard Zucker. Uh, State Senator Sue Sherino said that anyone who had a hand in manipulating or withholding relevant data from the public no longer has a place in state government. Finally, this week, in the wake of the sexual harassment scandal, Cuomo's Emmy was rescinded. (laughs) Poor guy. And that's a big deal. And the publisher of his book has said it will no longer print hardcover copies and will not come out with a paperback edition. (laughs) And that's all I have to say about that. So they took his Emmy and they're discontinuing his book. And I'm sure he still has money to live on. So 
Hey, LEJ, I don't know. Dennis has his microphone <laughs> muted. So how are you? Oh, I see. Uh oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you. Oh, God, yeah. it's a good thing I didn't say anything. I didn't know I was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, you Ooh. don't you don't want to surprise us. <laughs> that that could have been really embarrassing. So how are how you are guys? You? How are you guys? Uh, doing fairly well. Just just it's been a bad day. Been it's a bad been day a bad for day. the country and for a lot of families of Amen. people serving in Afghanistan. It's it's a sad day. It I, is a sad day. Did you just come in or did you catch the beginning? I didn't catch the very beginning. I came in when you were talking about that disgusting person in New York. <laughs> yeah, um, well. I'm glad you're done with that segment. Yeah, I don't have much to say about him. Yeah, we can we can thank that segment. Uh, we can thank BP for that segment. It's a story he sent in to us. So, oh, I'm I didn't mean that badly. It's just, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't mean it that way. I just mean that the he's just such an uh, an irritating, dishonest. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry, hey. human being. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Doc. Don't let him push you over the edge, Ellie J. And uh, I, I tell you. Is that, oh, that's Jill up there. I, I, I print so small on the screen. Hey, Jill. Yeah, he's you know he he's uh, he's out of the picture, and certainly wasn't worth talking about today. Other than the fact that the poor guy had his Emmy taken away. But we talked about that the other night. But now they've taken away his book books too. So so sad. They ought to take away his freedom. And put him in jail for what he did to all the senior citizens. Well, there's Back people COVID still time. trying that. There's there's people determined to continue that as far as they can go with it. Of course, being in New York State and being, I think, the uh, Supreme Court in New York is also controlled by Democrats. You know, they may have a rough time getting justice up there. Just have to see. Just like everywhere. Oh, well. I know. I know. Anyway. Dennis, did you get your problems fixed? Uh, well, it uh, again for the second time this week has changed my stories, but um, <laughs> I'm, okay, yeah, uh, computer does what it wants to do. I know what the weekend is going to be like now. Um, yeah, you know this this uh, whole COVID thing keeps changing too. But there was an article that uh, from the Washington Examiner that. Uh, Fauci was is recommending COVID nineteen treatments that DeSantis was slammed for for promoting. Are you, did you see that? Uh, that uh, didn't we talk about that? That, that, that yeah, what's it the, called the antibody treatment. Yeah, isn't yeah, there another no. name for it? That mono. Yeah, monoclonal. Monoclonal. Oh yeah, not yeah. monococcal, monoclonal. Mono, Whatever it is. <laughs> That's that's a whole different subject there, Dennisley. That's that's some kind of African tsetse fly or something you're talking about there. Oh my goodness! Um, oh no. boy! Yeah, I, I did hear about that. Yeah. Um, the, now Fauci is saying now that the the treatments could lessen infection symptoms and prevent hospitalization, but um, when DeSantis endorses, you know, the same treatment. Uh, he was just ridiculed for it. Um, Dennis Lee, how long ago did DeSantis endorse that? Just uh, do you know? It was a 
couple of weeks ago. When it was talk yeah. about setting up the clinics and all across the state. Yeah, yeah, it was about two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so it wasn't like it was months and months ago or something. No. Okay. no. Well, when the numbers started rising in Florida, then then he, I think he did an executive order or some something of that nature to, uh, for these different health. I won't say clinics or hospitals, whatever, wherever they're going to be doing this work uh, all across the state, set up enough of them so people would have easy access to it. And uh, but he did yeah, that when the numbers started going up in Florida. Right. So, he, so he is that is that tre- I'm sorry, is that treatment no. that you get to keep you from getting in the hospital? Is that like it's, early treatment type stuff? Supposed like, to lessen your symptoms, I believe, Dennis yeah, Lee. Yeah, lessen or, the symptoms and lessen the likelihood that you're going to be put on a ventilator. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's good stuff. Um, yeah, because he sent a letter to the Associated Press after they reported that um, um, there was a questioning financial ties between DeSantis' top donor and the company producing the antibodies, right? So that was they were trying to paint that as scandalous and uh, he said, you succeeded in publishing a misleading clickbait headline about one of your political opponents, but at the expense of deterring individuals infected with COVID from seeking life-saving treatment, which will cost lives. Was it worth it? So, um, yeah. Did you see the well, comment yeah. that Jess Duck put down that one of the major health systems... Well, only give it to you if you've been vaccinated. In Colorado. I believe it. Um, there's probably going to be a lot of things that we'll only be able to do if we're vaccinated. So so that's well, that, really concerned for the people's health. That's just, does that seem right. like an oxymoron thing? Um, or uh, there's another word I'd like to use, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, just, moron, just make it the moron the, part. The, the, uh, yeah. the key <laughs> part of that. Um, yeah, I did see. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I was yeah. just going to say, I did see that some hospitals have come out openly and said that they're not going to treat certain people or for certain things if they're not vaccinated. Now, I can't tell you which ones, but <coughs> this was uh, last week. And I've also even heard about, um, you know, I've heard people talk about if you don't get the vaccine and you have to go to the hospital for treatment, um, but that should be on you. Uh, oh, money wise. Yeah, money wise. I, you know. You know how how do they, how do they actually have a leg to stand on? Number one, and and what is supposed to be a free and open society, uh, right? Used to be anyway, but but I mean morally, morally, doctors take an oath to do no harm, and they don't take uh you know a, a fact check on somebody if they need help. That's just no. That's just insanity. Well, I think you're opening the door up to all kinds of things. Like, okay, if you're um, predisposed to being diabetic and you don't do this, this, and this, does that mean that treatment's on you when you have to go to the hospital? If you have any other condition and you don't follow it to the letter, you know, yeah. is that gonna is that gonna open up to where you get slammed for that too? I, I don't know. Especially too when people who are completely vaccinated are getting this anyway. Well, yeah, the breakthrough. You know, there's no leg for them to stand rapid, on, huh? Yeah, yeah, the breakthrough numbers are going up at a rapid clip, um, uh, especially here in Georgia. 
And they're probably even bigger than what you're seeing because they don't want that kind of news out. No, and I actually talked to somebody down in the uh, Savannah, South Carolina area, and they're talking about um, closing schools down again. And not, well, you know, it is related to the, to the, to COVID, but they can't get bus drivers and the schools are not equipped um, in, in certain areas for, for the heavy traffic load of every single parent, every single child having someone bring them to school individually. And so the reason saying, they can't get, the reason they, I'm sorry, uh, no, the, reason, the reason they can't get bus drivers is because they're getting too much money from the government to stay home and play video games and stuff. Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably between that, um, you know, between that and COVID and not maybe not wanting to get your COVID shot or, you know, I think it's compounding reasons. But I mean, when we're talking about labor shortage, that's all over the United States. But, you know, we're talking um, about a disease that for people under 70 is like 99.7% recoverable. And we're right. acting we're acting like, you know, it has a 50% death rate or something. And I'm not belittling it. I know for people who have immune compro, you know compro, compromised immune systems and um, several other things along with the elderly we know we know the trouble areas we know well, the vulnerable now, ones now right switching to to children because you can't if you're 12 or if you're under 12 you don't qualify to get the vaccine so now they're saying the delta variant uh, has put more children in the hospital, um, especially here in Georgia, that have come down with the illness where they weren't coming down with the first uh, go-around of COVID, but this new the new variances are now putting children in the hospital. Um, Wait, I, I heard that that RSV, the... Uh, well, that's what they're saying. Know. It's a mixture between RSV and, and COVID. So it, it's not that's totally right, because you can never have any other disease without having a little bit of COVID in there, too. Right. right? Exactly. You got to have some COVID there, yeah. right or wrong. So RSV is suffering. And I also read where the people are um, who are vaccinated, that we have such a high degree of the population vaccinated during the middle of a pandemic, which started, and um, that that makes it where. I'm no scientist, so I'm probably not going to say this very good. That makes it where uh, variants or spinoffs, whatever you want to call it, viruses, are more apt to be generated because you have such a high degree of people that are vaccinated against this one type. So that for the virus to live, it has to mutate. Right. 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 Yeah. And, 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 and you know, it, it doesn't want its host to die either because then it dies, right? So right. uh, we were we were talking about it today, and um, uh, we were talking about the Spanish flu, and the Spanish flu. I think if if I'm if I'm right on it, it took about a little over two years to really start fading out, and it would still come back, but not as bad as it was for that two years. But it took about two years now, and we're talking about. Uh, the early 1900s was that 1911 or something like that, maybe a little bit earlier, or a little bit later. 1905. Okay. <clears throat> 1905. Okay. I, I'm but, not sure. 
And, and so they were they were using masks. Uh, they were sheltering in place, um, and uh, they vaccinated. But it took over two years for it to start to fade. Um, well, it's still coming back, but not as bad as it was. 1918. Thank you, wow. just Thank you. Um, but so we can't expect that this is just going to, you know, this is, is going to be gone. You'd think it would be gone faster and, and dissipate a little faster with the technology we have. But, um, you know, also the population is a little bigger than it was back then, too. So. Well, a lot more mobile, too. Than it right, was a lot more in mobile, 1918. Uh, right, a lot, a lot faster to get around. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna take more time. And like Jessica said, I mean, this is not going away. It's gonna be around. It's always been around. It's just this strain of it has not uh, been out there kicking people's butts. Now it is. Now we just have to deal with it. So you know, the the big question in my mind with this whole thing is. How many freedoms are we willing to give up so that we don't get sick? Well, yeah, and I don't I mean that. It's... I don't mean that cold at all, because right. there, I mean there is a high degree of recoverability from this, and there are early treatment options that have been withheld from people getting them in this country, and other countries in the world have been able to get them. So. We haven't really done all that can be done. We've had no open debate, be it mask, be it early treatments, be it whatever. It's just all been well, shut down. And so this thing is dragging on longer than it probably should have. We we should be further along than this by now if we had been an open society, in my humble opinion. Well, yeah, you know, look, um, COVID is, uh, isn't it, and it's not just the transmission it's other countries and the way they're looking at our COVID outbreak. Um, it's going to continue to cause us issues logistically with our supply chain. I was looking at an article earlier, a Dollar Tree was Dollar Tree was saying that um, that there's issues with the container ships. Uh, there's boats being turned away from China, and we get the majority of our crap from China because there was single cases of COVID aboard these container ships so they won't even let it dock to load the stuff up to get over here and that's going to happen with more countries um because uh, they're running things uh, you know a little bit different now uh, i'm not talking about shelter and you know shutting everything down but um like uh, uh not australia it was in new zealand or was it australia uh, uh a couple of cases and they shut the whole place down. They're like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and New Zealand, like we New talked Zealand. about the other night, yeah. they're, they're saying you have to take the vaccine. They will hunt you down. They have people's names. They will come to your door Thank you, and Justin. force you to take, you know, the vaccine. I had a little clip of uh, a prime minister, somebody over there in New Zealand that was talking about that. I didn't get to play it the other night, but, well, and, that, yeah. and that's coming to a theater near you um, because there's already companies that are jumping on the bandwagon and saying that if you don't get the vaccine, you won't have a job. So, you know, it's, it's so un-American. It is. But, it, you know, at the end of the day, they have the right to do that. And I'm not saying it's right. 
Um, but they it, they have the right to do that. So what what can we do about it? Nothing. Um, I'm not sure that they have the right to deny someone employment. I'm really not sure well, that they have that 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 right. Uh, I don't now, know le- le- legally. Yeah, well, you say, yeah, it's their private company and all that stuff. And um, but can you deprive someone of it? Of getting medical care or getting money to go buy food or being able to allow to go, be going to a grocery store just because well, they don't want to put something in their body. Right. But I mean, if the, the employers make it a condition of your employment, now many employers to change, um, uh, you know, what they require, the requirements you have to meet for their, for employment, even as you, as you're working there. So, it's not an, not essentially what you signed when you first started. They they change things, you know, as you go through your employment. So I don't know. Definitely, you would have to seek legal advice on that. Definitely and, would. And be like, I didn't sign anything to that effect. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, they could probably still force you out, but they would have to pay you. And so it's kind of like what pay. you said earlier, Dennis Lee. Is that opening Pandora's box? Exactly. Today it's COVID. Maybe next, maybe in the next few years, you're you're too overweight and you're too big a burden on our uh, medical exactly. policy. Right. So you can't work exactly. here unless you lose 150 pounds. Exactly. Where does it stop? You know, you smoke, you wouldn't quit smoking. So, you know, God, I mean, God forbid you got cancer. Um, guess what? You're on your own. You know, they've already disproven this asymptomatic thing, you know, which was big in 2020. Oh, you're asymptomatic. You have to isolate because you were passed by somebody in the grocery store that got it. Um, So they have already said that asymptomatic people can't spread it. And, you know, all viruses are going to be here forever. So every time somebody gets sick, are we going to shut the whole world down every time? Man, that well, doesn't sound like too funny. If it's to close to election time, they will. Yeah. There, okay, that's a point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you, point. you said Pandora's box. We opened the Pandora's box last November, right. when all of those people voted for the these clowns that are in office right now. Did they? Well, look what Jestuck put on there. Every city in Denver employ uh, employees must be vaccinated by September 30th, plus private business employees, including care facilities and schools. That says must be. So that's going to be a condition of your employment. You know, so, 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 got- so I want to see the data on this because you, not, not, not your data, Jess. I think that's good info to have. But I want to see right. the data that says the vaccine is, is, is good for you because all these people that have, like you said, the breakthrough cases are coming through the roof now. The majority of the people that have severe COVID in Israel are double vaccinated. So what's the value in double vaccinating besides either one control or two great money for the pharmaceutical companies? Where's the value in it for the populace? Well, well they're saying that Go ahead. they're just saying that the value is that, that you probably won't die from it. If you get it, if you've been vaccinated, uh, your chances of dying from it, especially in certain category certain groups is greater if you get it especially 
the elderly and especially people with uh, other underlying medical conditions. Mm. But I saw a story today where I think it was uh, like a a 12-year-old, a 10- or 12-year-old that uh, died from COVID. Now, it did not say whether they had been vaccinated or not, but they, they were only sick three days, went into the hospital, got on a ventilator, and died within three days. Uh, I think it was a high school kid, maybe. Well, and that's but, what they're saying. You know, now it's hitting kids, um, you know, just as bad where it wasn't before. But back to that part about, you know, employers, we've already got a labor shortage in the United States because of COVID. And you go demanding that people have these vaccinations and they either quit or they're, you know, they have to be fired. They have to be let go. Then think of what kind of boat we're going to be in. Because the people that are like, look, I'm not getting it and you're not going to make me. I'm not putting this in my body. You know, unless you make exceptions, which then that's going to, you know, you might as well not have it in the first place. Uh, it's going to further burden, um, you know, our, our, <laughs> our, our logistics are, is going to raise our, it's going to cause further inflation. It's going to, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be horrible. Well, one of the. Go ahead. Go ahead I'm sorry. I'm go sorry. ahead. You go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, does does anybody read the Gateway Pundit? I have not. Okay. I have not either. I've seen it, but I, I... Okay. Well, there was an article that somebody sent to me. Uh, that She sent it to me last night, I think it was. Yeah. And it's about um, this approval, the FDA approval for the Pfizer Everybody should go to Gateway Pundit and look at and read this article because what they're they're pulling a fast one on us because they all they did is extend the Pfizer and they gave approval to another vaccine that's still in developmental stage. There were two letters that the FDA put out. One of them was extending the e, uh, emergency use EUA and the for for the Pfizer as until the new one gets gets done. Read it. It's very sleight of hand what they've done. Mm. So you need some. You should go read that article. It's uh, the. It says the FDA approval of the Biologics license application is actually in regard to another product called Comirnaty vaccine that is substantially similar but not necessarily identical and has yet to be manufactured. <laughs> just, hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Something's crazy. Well, going yeah, on. yeah, yeah, definitely. Some of them will get sick. Um, yeah, the article stuff. date is the 25th of August. It's by Julian Conradson. And the we, title we, of the article, I'm sorry, I was just gonna, I'll say no. this and I'll shut up. The no, article says um, fully approved Pfizer's vaccines FDA approval letter raises questions. Is it just an extension of the EUA? Hmm. That's the name of the article. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I'm not saying one way or the other. I read it and I, my head almost exploded. It's <laughs> like, what? Well, well, you know, what's, what's concerning now is that <clears throat> we have a lot of the breakthrough um, cases right now and they continue to go up and up. And there was an article uh, I was looking at earlier as well that said that, um, Former CDC director is predicting that 
will have a variant worse than Delta or more infectious than Delta in the next two to four months because, you know, it, it's going to keep changing. And, that's and so a, how, that's how, a, do, how does he know that? Right. Well, are they are, are sure. they going to let another one slip out of the lab like they did this one? E- either that, or they're just looking at you know they're just looking at the 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 numbers. Fear factor. Yeah. Fear factor. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're using history about how viruses tend to mutate in order to survive, and I, I think I, I've read an article where you know we're I think Jess Duck mentioned this earlier on that uh, we'll be probably living with this from now on because it's going to be a a lot of different variants come out of this eventually because it's going to try to survive one way or another, whether or not they'll be worse or or milder. Typically though, they say without, without this vaccine that's targeting just the, the, the original one, the alpha, I guess, right? The alpha, the original COVID. That's what the vaccine supposedly was targeting was the original COVID. Not so great on the Delta, as it turns out, as time goes on, worse and worse on the Delta. Um, Less effective, losing its efficacy with time. Now you need a booster. They said first at eight months. Now they're saying in six months. Um, Typically, though, if you didn't have the vaccine interference to such a high degree, and I'm not saying that we didn't need something because we did. People were dying right and left. But we have hopefully after almost two years have learned something. I mean, viruses, when they mutate and, 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 and go into a new variant, usually they're weaker. Usually they're more contagious and they're weaker. In other words, less deadly. Right. Um, that doesn't. I don't know that that means that it can't ever go to a more deadly, virulent one. I don't know. But it may be a different virus that comes on the scene. I mean, is every new virus that comes on the scene going to be a variant of original COVID from here on to eternity? Probably. <laughs> Jesus, Lord, save me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, one of the problems is, is is we don't have faith in anybody anymore. It's we've we've we don't know who to trust. We don't know who to listen to because it changes uh, week to week. Well, we uh, talked about that earlier today uh is, you know, the the mask, you don't see a lot of individuals in the restaurants and the grocery stores and other places with masks. People are getting together and having, you know, parties and uh, going to concerts and going clubbing and doing all this stuff. And it's because, no, you know, why aren't people wearing masks? Why aren't they doing this and that? Nobody trusts the government. Nobody trusts the people who are telling you to do it. The, the trust in a lot of these uh, cases have been, has been broken. You know, so Agreed. nobody knows what the hell to believe. <laughs> they tell you to do one thing one day, and then in a couple of weeks, it's another thing because they're learning as we go. You know, well, Costco well, had a super. Go ahead. Costco had a sign up yesterday. I was my monthly trip to Costco. And they have a sign up there that says, we recommend that you wear a mask while you're in the store. They did not say you had to. And there were probably two-thirds of the people in there. And I always carry one with me in case I go in somewhere that uh, I'm concerned about. Um, And the funny thing, it's not really funny, but 
you know, I loaded up with water yesterday. I put four cases on there because I bought three cases last month and I ran out and had to go to Kroger to buy some. So I got my four cases of water on there, but they were out of toilet paper, which should have been a, should have been a, a, a key Uh-oh. thing for me. Uh, I get to the front and some woman who does all the little ringing up, you know, she goes around, checks your buggy and, and, and gets the big items. She was started kind of yelling at us about <laughs> i didn't have any idea because she had a mask on i i couldn't tell what she was saying so the manager comes over and says so oh, sir we uh we have to limit the cases of water to one case because uh, uh, a shortage of the water i said what yeah there's a sign back there i said well it, where is it on the wall or the ceiling i didn't see anything so now they're limiting stuff at costco again which may be you know a prelude to um well, it's it's come. We've already had the discussion here in this household, and it's it's ridiculous, but it's real. Um, that we're going to need to start buying toilet paper, water, and other stuff because <laughs> that we're ha- already having these logistic issues with getting the stuff to the stores. So just a little bit of panic buying will cause us to have those shortages that they won't be able to refill. Because, I mean, simple things that I order in, in, in the with the business that I do is, used to take a couple of weeks. Some of the stuff has taken two to three months now. You know, and it's, it's ridiculous. And a lot of it has to do that countries are being very skeptical skeptical about doing business with the United States. Because of our jump in, um, in in COVID rates, you know they already you already can't travel outside of the United States without proving that you've got a vaccine. So, the hint of an infection, like they said earlier, with those cargo ships and places like that, um, they're going to turn you away. So it's gonna, yeah, you, you know that's and look, I don't want to paint gloom and doom, but. You know, we get here to fall and you've got the flu and you've got COVID and hell, apparently they can't tell one from another. Um, it's amazing they could last year. Right. <laughs> mm, just right. saying. But like everything's, everything's COVID. You know, you got mm-hmm. uh, 10 major hospitals in Florida that are already renting coolers for morgues um, because they, they can't get... There's a backup uh, getting the the bodies to the funeral homes, um, and they're already leaning on DeSantis really hard to declare it a state of emergency so they can get some extra funds down there to take care of this. Oh, there's no funds left. The the Congress is spending it all. Oh, well, this is money. The over ten trillion dollars. Now just reach out to China, just reach out to China for more credit. That's all. Yeah, we we'll get a loan yeah, from them. Some, yeah, give some more land away as collateral. It's fine. Well, that's a, they're they're building stuff in the country anyway. They supposedly they own half of Manhattan. So I read somewhere that, and I don't know where in Texas, but they bought China, somebody some Chinese group bought like. Four thousand acres in somewhere in Texas just recently. I think we oh, talked well, about that a couple of months ago. You got you got something else to get ready for in Texas too, and that has to do with old Elon Musk. 
Oh, right. no. Yep. Oh, He's get, God. Did you hear about that? Yes. <laughs> Getting ready to get your electricity from Tesla. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's covering the Earth in these little miniature satellites and uh, causing mm -hmm. all kinds of extra debris around there and now he's gonna gonna get everybody on his electric grid. That's something else. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, here we go. Well. Yeah, Jess Duck says they're buying oil land. They're doing that, and then Bill Gates is buying all the farmland. Oh, I know better way to turn it to a socialist society if you control everything. If you control the food? Oh, yeah, the you food, control everything. The power, all of it. Yeah, he wants us all to eat that laboratory meat. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, well, I got it. We'll get a 3D printer. We can get all the food we need. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> I'll, move, I'll move to Alaska and live off of grizzly and salmon. Yeah. We'll start a new uh, neighborhood up there. Well, well you, get, you, know, you don't want to go to Alaska. They've got three volcanoes that just popped off at the same time. You know, I almost <laughs> rather take my chances with them than with, yeah. well, some yeah. of these people right down here. here. You know, it gets hard to talk about all these different things because it's almost like you're painting the picture for Armageddon. But maybe we you know, are. <laughs> it, maybe we are. Look, it's it's going to get better at some point. Um, well, just not right will. now. <laughs> just not right now. Uh, yeah, Star Trek. There you go, Jester. Well, it's amazing that you know liberals want to criticize the wealthy in this country and say the wealthy should you know be paying their fair share and all but then the very people that they criticize are the people they get in bed with to do all these projects and uh they let them get more wealth you know they're okay with elon musk getting more wealthy um who's the guy with uh uh amazon um uh, Oh yeah, that guy. Uh, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and um, and then Bill Gates, like you said, you know they're okay with these people getting filthy rich, but um, uh, it's it's disturbing. But I, I think if you really see what's going on, and you see the people that are complaining and the people that are mobilizing, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of anger in this country right now. At what's well, going there, on and there should be and i don't know where um, it's going to go but um well, i don't i don't think they're going to have a lock on it like they they think they can of course you know with what's going on right now i mean was this the most disastrous eight months and 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 u.s history with a president i don't think we've ever had anything just fall apart like it has this year well, and we thought 2020 was bad. We we're like, oh, you know, 2021, it's going to be a fresh start. You know, we're going to get we're going to get things going. It's going to be a going to be a great year. And it just seems like it's coming from all sides. But that was a disease. Now we're dealing with human beings that just are inept. Yeah. Well, and, and people and the border's still open. Now I did see a story today where I, I guess it's the Supreme Court said that. Uh, they reauthorized the stay in place that Trump had put in effect uh, 
you know, the people waiting for, for, uh, what is it? Uh, yes. the approval of their yes. visas or, or not visas, but the, um, their status, uh, whatever that was. Anyway, they have right. to stay outside of the United States until they get approved. Now, Biden's already said that, you know, they're going to challenge that they're going to, you know, they're, they're filing whatever they have to file. They're not going to abide by that yet, but the Supreme court did uphold it. I can't for the life of me think why we still need all these people still coming across the border. And my question is, is there, is there a number that you people are going to be content with and say, that's enough? What is it? Two million? Yeah. Three million? I mean, where is the end to this chain on the southern border? Well, you know what the answer to that is. I, I do, but I think it's, doesn't it concern enough people that there's the phone should be ringing off the hook in Washington, D.C. on all of these legislators that, uh, you know, you got to put a stop to this. You know, a million is enough. A million was too many. But uh, there doesn't seem nobody nobody's talking about well, an they, end they, of can't, this. they can't handle more than one thing at a time. And right now they need to get to get our people the hell out of this debacle in Afghanistan. So they need they need to focus on getting that taken care of. Um, you know, I don't know how many thousands they're talking about. You know, thirty, forty thousand Afghanis coming to the United States. Now, I mean, if I heard a bigger are, number than that. Did you hear a bigger number than oh, that? Oh, I heard I mean, upwards of of a hundred thousand. Uh, by the time it's over, oh, it's well, no matter what number they say, it's going to be a lot more than what they tell us. Right. You can Which, you can bank on it. If these are people that you know we that have been working with and um, have been brought up in our protection all this time, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm ripped between that because we shouldn't leave them behind to be slaughtered, but we can't carry the whole country out of there. Yeah. Well, this, the, yeah, that's it's such a complicated mess, and you know, and right. we talked about it last time. Maybe it's we do the same thing over and over and over again. Oh yeah, we've been doing it since you know since what since back in the in the back in the sixties or seventies when all this started coming about with the um, because it was it was way before we went in there with the same. Where our interest in, and actually our interest in the Middle East, it goes back probably to the 40s. But I mean, um, it's even not the Middle East. I mean, you can go back to Vietnam. I mean, right. we, had, we had no business over there. No. And, no. And, and those poor people that helped us out paid a dear and heavy price. Right. And we brought a lot of them over here. And like you said, those that help us out, even if our venture was maybe ill-intended in the first place but they did it out of good nature we should not desert them either no. but but the thing is we need to quit playing around in everybody else's country <laughs> you know we got enough problems at home right now well yeah and look and um these things uh, have been going on in these different places for thousands of years mm -hmm. and this is something that we're never we're never going to change unless the whole place decides they want to be under, they want to have a democratic society, then that's just not going to happen. No. You know, we're, going to, we're going to continue to fight a never-ending war. 
Well, and, you know, unfortunately, and, 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 and you know, and then and then people question calling it a war at that point too. We we were over there probably for reasons that if everybody understood or it was common knowledge, we'd all be upset about it because, you know, many of the experts have said we never should have been over there probably in the first place, at least not long term, but certainly shouldn't have been over there more than four years. And then, it, you know, four. how does four years turn into or how does one mission turn into 20 years? And, you know, we go over there and we change these people's lives and we give them a taste of freedoms that they've never had before. And then, like you say, we cruelly leave them there and knowing that it's going to go back to the way it was before we left, if not worse, because now the people that we pushed out are pissed off and they're going to try to punish everybody that they can that even helped the United States. And uh, so in, in effect, we may have made it worse than it was when we went there the first time. But everybody that I've listened to today has, uh, or the last several days have said, you know, with this thing, we should have never been there 20 years. It wasn't intended for us to be there 20 years, but you know, you know, and I think the, I, I think, I, well, I'm just going to speak for myself, but the, my argument is, is not that we left after, I mean, we shouldn't have been there 21 years. Right. My, my argument is how we left. Right. You know, well, we, well, it's, it's like people's lives. It's, it's like people's lives don't mean anything. Well, there was what? 2,500 service Gosh. members that they needed to get out of there, uh, give or take. And now, but you don't just take all and somebody then I'm, I'm actually quoting somebody who had a good point off of Fox News today. You don't go in there and take out those service members and then think about getting your the rest of your American citizens out of there that have dual citizenship or the Afghanis who were loyal to the U.S. You don't do that after the fact. You do that while the protection is still there. Exactly. 5,000, 6,000 troops over there. Um, you think they're going to just go over there and we're going to get them back out? They're going to have to be over there for a minute. They're, yeah, uh, and now they're going to be fighting against a very well-armed Taliban. Yeah, thanks exactly. to all that and, we left. And ISIS is in there. ISIS apparently is claiming, um, uh, you know, uh, claiming that they they did those two suicide bombs a day. Um, but you know, you don't know if they did or not because they're always quick to claim, chime in on all that kind of stuff. But you know, it's not. It's, all of a sudden, it's gone gone extremely horrible over there but it's i think you said it earlier they've been fighting over there amongst each other those people those factions those groups those tribes for thousands of years right there's been no peace they don't want peace and nobody's going to make them be peaceful no. Well, they hate each other. There was yes. a guy on Fox yeah. News tonight that said, you know, there's basically at least four tribes in Afghanistan that have been there for years. And all these people hate each other. And mm-hmm. all of them want to run the country. And only the strongest ones, like uh, the Taliban, hates ISIS. And ISIS hates them. 
uh, and Al Qaeda. They all they all hate each other, and they all want to control this country. And um, geez, it's just you have to question. You know, we're supposed to, <laughs> we're supposed to have the the brightest people in our country running our country for us and making these decisions. And I tell you the last, last several weeks, not that they didn't look bad before, you know, they've looked bad since January the, what was it? 22nd or 20th when Biden came in somewhere, somewhere around there. But these generals, they get on, you know, they get on TV and they talk about, uh, you know, uh, cr- uh, critical race theory and, and all these things that, you know, we're talking about indoctrination and of our troops and these different mindsets that the liberals are all keyed on in this country. And there was none of them talking about making our military better, stronger, and make sure that we can uh, defend ourselves and our, and our allies in this world if we have to. It's all about this woke crap that they've been fixated on for the last eight months. And it, it looks really bad. Well, and, and, and it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not going to, uh, not going to go well if we, if we don't hurry. And look, uh, we've, we've already pissed off so many of our allies with this whole move. Um, we put them in a, in a bad situation too. Um, so, they're feeling the pinch on this as well. You know, Donald Wayne, you said about uh, these are supposed to be the, the brightest, the most intellectual people. Um, and and I'm not saying they're not. They may well be very intellectual, but you could have somebody that's incredibly smart but be very low in morale. Morals. Morals, not morale. Right. Morals. Yeah. If you have no morality... <laughs> You're going to be a very dangerous person if you have a lot of intellect as well. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, why I said there's some there's you know these new woke ideas that liberals seem to be obsessing over and and thinking that they're going to transform this entire country while they have their grip on our throats. Right. And they were thinking more about that than the, even Nancy Pelosi. You know, while this is going on and we've got all this stuff going on in Afghanistan this week. They're up in uh, Washington, D.C., trying to pass this new uh, bill, you know, for trillions of dollars. But they also had the voting rights bill attached to it. They were trying to sneak by everybody thinking, oh, they're kind of, you know, they're not paying attention right now. Let's go ahead and pass this thing. This is the kind of people we have in Washington, D.C. right now. That's right. They have no morals. They, you they, know, what they, what they say... Is it is it they say a democracy was meant for moral men? Um, I haven't heard that. It, is it's it? not. It won't survive if you don't have morality. Right. Because you don't care for your fellow human being. Well, we, we already know where they stand on that. Well, it doesn't look well. <laughs> I mean, I, you talk about talk being bad and talking about, you know, demoralizing topic, right? But it doesn't stand well for our future right now with the way things are going. Uh, speaking of our future, I hate to put, I hate to pile this on, but uh, there is also the, uh, the um, anniversary of Katrina is uh, coming up uh, this Sunday. 
and we've got what they say that will hit by next Thursday will be a Category 3 or stronger hurricane to hit down there in the Louisiana area. I thought one was coming that was going to be, um, I thought it was coming sooner. Is there another smaller no. one that's like? Uh, Tropical Storm Ida is the one that's down in the Caribbean right now. Um, and they're saying that it was going to strengthen, is going to strengthen rapidly and um, probably exceed Category 3. But, oh, you know, dear. we are dealing with the weather and you only have to be half right to be in the weather, uh, be, be in the weather business. So, but they're saying, yeah, we could uh, be looking at winds higher than about 130 miles an hour with this thing. And, yeah, I saw uh, that one. Significant inland flooding. Was that Ida you're talking about? Yeah, Ida. Ida. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. I didn't know about that one. That's yeah, just kind of popped up, I think. And then there's yeah. Nora over there on the uh, Pacific side. Well, down. it's that time of the year now. We've, it's been rather quiet. <laughs> now they're just kind of blooming up one right after another. Hey, welcome, Eric. Uh, welcome, Spanky. Welcome, Slightly's Slightly. up there too. Hey, Spanky the with for everybody. Spanky, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Tampa Bay. Hi, everybody. Welcome, hey. welcome, welcome. I've never seen Spanky with beans before. Beans and weenies. <laughs> beans and weenies. Yeah. Giving anybody the clap tonight, Donald Wayne? Give uh, a round of, I've, round I've, of, I've been trying to behave myself. With... What can I say? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can it's hardly hear it. Everyone. Our yeah, audience is not they're that's... almost clapless tonight. Yeah, well, uh, nobody gonna uh, leave here empty handed. If if we can jump away from uh, Afghanistan a little bit, I, I I don't know if I just saw this tonight, uh an interview and what's oh gosh, what's that guy's name uh, from ABC. I can't think of his name now. Uh, it's been there a long time. But anyway, interviewed George Stephanopoulos. No, maybe maybe it wasn't ABC. I better. Hey, Eric. But interviewed hey, the. Dennis the Lee, uh, hey, Donald. Hey. He interviewed the uh, police officer that shot Ashley Babbitt. Did you see that, Eric? That's Lester Holt from NBC. Uh, Lester Holt. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know yeah. when that's supposed to air unless it aired tonight. Uh, well, we, they played excerpts of it tonight on Fox. And um, unless it airs on Dayline NBC. It was, uh, was kind of disturbing. And right after that happened, then they had the husband of Ashley Babbitt on. I guess, uh, I don't know if, I think it was Sean Hannity had him on. And, of course, he was just, you know, he was beside himself. Um, because the, basically the Capitol Police officer said, you know, it wouldn't have mattered to him if she had been armed. He intended to shoot her anyway because she posed a threat to the people in the in the uh, Capitol building. Uh, very, very cold. Very, very, yeah, very cold. Very matter of fact. I was really surprised that he came out publicly like that. And then he was, you know, was talking about all the death threats that he had been receiving. He and his family and and. Um, and Lester was trying to make it like, you know, uh, this this Capitol Police officer is the victim now. Uh, but I, I was I was just a little bit disturbed by the way he approached that and had no no second thoughts about 
shooting her. My question is, and I, I don't, I haven't seen this anywhere. Did, did people stop trying to get in once he shot Ashley Babbitt? Did everybody else just stop and not go in? And if they didn't, if they continued coming in, why didn't he shoot more than one person? Why did he only shoot and kill Ashley Babbitt? Hmm. I don't know. It does also make you question if this was um, premeditated, but I don't see how um, a pre something premeditated could be justifiable homicide. Well, the law doesn't let you kill somebody because you think they're going to harm you. You have to have, you know, a, beyond reasonable doubt mm-hmm. that your life is in danger or uh, endangering someone else's life in the case of yeah. the police officer. She wasn't armed. Pretty pretty much everybody could tell she wasn't. It was just the fact that he was saying she posed a threat if she got into the Capitol bill and into the chamber. And I thought people already in the chamber by that time. I thought the horned guy was already in there and all those people run around acting foolish. But um, I, I just... He was very matter of fact about it, and Lester pretty much made him the victim in this case. In that interview, that's in that short excerpt that I saw of it, and I was I was pretty, uh, you know, pretty disturbed by that. And there's a, a story too that there's uh, six or seven Capitol police officers that are suing. <laughs> Donald Trump and the allies over the January 6th events. Have you heard that? Of course, several other people have tried to sue Donald Trump because of that event, uh, January the 6th, you know, since, uh, March, I think was the first time somebody brought, brought a suit against Donald Trump. But yeah. These six officers, um, are, are bringing a suit against, uh, him and anybody that had anything to do with the Trump campaign saying, you know, that this was a planned event and so and so. And I'm thinking, okay, now the FBI just came out last Friday and said, we can't find any proof beyond a reasonable doubt that there was a coordinated effort on January the 6th, that all these people had planned to do this, or can we tie Donald Trump to any of it? So how in the world are these people going to bring a lawsuit on something that the FBI has already refuted as, as not being able to prove that that was the, the a fact. So it's uh, another waste of time in the court. And what are they suing him for? Uh, uh, I think I, they would just rather sue him for no reason. I mean, uh, distress, upset because of the events of that day. I don't know. Their day in the headlines. It says the latest lawsuit accuses Trump and his co-defendants, members of the Proud Boys. So he's lumping Trump in with the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, uh, and Trump associates such as Roger Stone of violating. Oh, this is what it is. Of violating the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871. I didn't even know they had an act of 1871. A statute that includes protections against violent conspiracies that interfere with Congress's constitutional duties. The suit also accuses the defendants of committing bias-motivated acts of terrorism in violation of District of Columbia law. So, uh, 
Jeez. Yeah, there's been three other lawsuits filed. Uh, Eric Swalwell, that that wonderful human being, that mm. that marvelous moral <laughs> mm-hmm. representative of humanity. Uh, he brought against he brought a lawsuit against uh, Trump Giuliani, uh, Donald Trump Jr., uh, Representative Mo Brooks from Alabama. He did that back in March. I don't. I probably didn't go anywhere. But uh, and then there was other two other Capitol police officers that filed a suit against Trump back in uh, March as well. So yeah, I, maybe they're trying to get a little money out of this thing. Oh Lord, why don't they just write a book? Oh, I'm sure somebody. Well, that, is. That, that would make more sense, L.E.J. You're right about that. <laughs> uh, you know, and um, but I I wouldn't see it being a New York Times bestseller because I certainly wouldn't buy it. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> um, and and if they had like a movie deal based on that book, I wouldn't go see that movie. Oh well. That's, I mean, anybody in this country can bring a lawsuit against anybody they want to. Um, I guess if you've got enough funding to do it, but it just seems. um, Well, now that we know who shot Ashley Babbitt, uh, and I guess because the husband had been, he had filed a lawsuit against uh, the Capitol Police Department trying to uh, get the name of the person. And uh, so I guess maybe they figured they were eventually going to have to bring it in anyway. But, you know, the Capitol Police Department, they don't have to run under the rules and regulations as as other police departments across the country. They're only responsible to Congress and more or less Nancy Pelosi. So um, she's the boss. So that was that. Well, was that. I, and I would also think that um, wh- wh- whether wh- whether or not you know Babbitt's family gets any kind of justice, whether it's through like a a civil wrongful death suit or or or, or other like perpetrators involved at serving jail time, I think that the at the end of the day, as Americans, we we all deserve real honest answers to what really happened. Well, you know, honest answers would be wonderful. Congress is, is you know, they're they're uh, they're investigating that, you know, uh, under leadership. Yeah, you we know that'll come out real well. They'll try to decide that Trump well not only planned it but financed it. Well, but you know, why are they not looking at George Soros? Is another bigger question that needs to be asked, or or who whoever else is funding it and. I think people also, um, what was I going to say? Um, uh, I lost my train of thought there for a minute. It happens. Um, trying to, it'll come back to me. But at least I got one point across. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's the word that they're they're going to investigate because they want to get the truth out oh, about Janet. And the other point I was going to make is they made sure, of course, Jim Jordan and Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene were not on the January 6th commission. But but you could bet they could have Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney on that commission. 
And if it was in the Senate, you could bet they would not want Rand Paul up there or, or Josh Hawley or anybody else raising a ruckus, but you could bet they'd want Mitt Romney and other rhinos up there. I actually saw Liz Cheney criticizing the Democrats. Uh, maybe it was mm-hmm. last week. I think it was uh, about stuff going on in Afghanistan, uh, how that was being handled, if I'm not mistaken. But she was actually being critical of of um, Biden leadership and so forth. And uh, so I was surprised that she stepped out of her normal role of uh, only criticizing Republicans. Well, you know, I think possibly the reason for that, that she is and some of the mainstream media is really hitting him hard with stuff. And some people you wouldn't normally think would say derogatory things about him are starting to do so because the day is coming when he's going to be gone. And it's probably Mm -hmm. coming sooner rather than later. So they're starting to pile on him. They're starting to pile on him. they're, They're trying to get them to invoke the 25th Amendment. And so yeah. then we got Kamala stepping up. Does she get to appoint her VP? Or does I mean, she, she move up the ladder. I mean, she can appoint her vice president, but it's got to go through the House and the Senate because similar right. to how when Spiro Agnew resigned and Nixon was able to appoint to Ford to be his VP, um, okay. like the, the Senate would do like an advice and, and consent procedure, but the House in this case, would have to sign off on it, un- unlike, you know, like cab- cabinet picks, if well, I read that correctly. Yeah, she won't have a problem with the House, but the Senate might be a problem for her. And then well, she, wouldn't, um, she wouldn't be the tiebreaker anymore if she becomes the president, so they would lose the tiebreaker. That was, that was That's something well, they would say that would be a problem. Well, and then she would probably have to be more worried about, like, a certain Joe Manchin and a certain Kirsten Cinema you know, um, blocking it. But, what is what did she pick AOC to be the vice president? Um, she, she, oh. she probably would not be able to pick her because of her age. Well, because what she's if not she, yet five years old. What if she picks Hillary Clinton? <gasps> well, she'll start killing folks. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, then Hillary, I only hope Hillary. <laughs> Hillary don't like people, and they end up dead. <laughs> And, and I would probably say, like, when 2024 comes around, if, if, if God willing, Donald Trump were to come back, he would probably be done mopped up the floor with them. Yeah. But we can only hope. I think the uh, jets are flying He, he should have mopped up the already. floor. <laughs> <laughs> should have mopped up the floor with Biden, but it, it was not meant to be for some reason. Right. Um, and then another thing I got into thinking about earlier this evening, too, like, if you've like looking back on 2020, you know, the, 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 the election may have not have just been decided by the, the alleged voter fraud, suppression and irregularities that occurred in people who showed up and voted. But you've also got to remember, you might even have voters who just decided to stay home and, and decided, you know what, screw this. Um, you know, why, why does voting in elections even matter anymore? You know, and I think the answer is, is when you go to vote, you're performing your civic duty. Well, I mean, it's going to be so easy to vote if, if it's up to the Democrats. I mean, all you got to do is drive up to some location and, you know, and and uh, register right there and vote at the same time and probably get a sack lunch, depending on where you are. At least a bottle of water. 
<laughs> well, you know, in, in Atlanta, they were doing more than water. They 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 were doing meals. So um, it's uh, it, it's it's beyond absurd. Laura, hey, welcome, Laura. Welcome. To hey, Laura. I haven't hey, seen you in a hundred years. Out, she missed out on the clap. You want to give Laura the clap too, Donald Wayne? She might not want the clap, Dennis Lee. Maybe <laughs> maybe she'd rather have a. Well, I know we lo- we love it when she asked her favorite question before. I think she's on. You I want don't the clap? Want the clap. Hey, Lord. Oh, hey, I didn't give you the clap, so you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> Look at y'all! I had I uh, miss y'all. Uh, well, We've we missed you too, Laura. Yeah. And, and we love your favorite question, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we. Yeah, like what kind of show is this? Oh, what kind of show is this anyway? Yeah, we we finally figured it out. What kind of show is it? Titillating. Whoa! Uh, I gotta look whoa, that up. Titillating. I don't know about no titillating. No, I'm show, Donald Wayne. I don't know. <laughs> That says it all. Uh, controversial, uh, opinionated, um, a messy show. Yeah, messy, it's been a messy show. Yeah, have all kinds of a, electronic issues. Uh, I um, well, I still sit. That that coffee mug is right beside my bed. The one that I won. There you go. It's right beside my bed. It's got my pens in it, so I use it all the time. You never had coffee in it? Oh, I have had, but if I oh. use it the way I'm using it now, it's de- decorative. I don't want to put it in the cabinet or, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. And I don't want everybody else using it and breaking it, you know. Right. Yeah. So, it's yeah. Well, coveted. It's a souvenir, man. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Eric or a lot of y'all, in, any of y'all in a long time. What's been I going think on? Eric's hiding from me. Um, and I'm also in the process of sharing the show out to Robert, so I'm already fetching him. Oh, yeah. yeah I haven't seen Robert in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Robert was on about two weeks ago, I believe. Yeah, we didn't yeah, hear him. I don't know what's week. going on with him. I need to call him and see why he hadn't been going on as much. See what's going on. With well, him. well, one of the last times I talked to him, um, our good friend Class One Pro, but um, you know, from what you know, I've heard, um, I don't think Class One's health, health has been all that great, and he had to have some sort of surgery a while back, but hopefully class one probe is also doing better. Yeah. And, and, and hopefully Robert and Adam might have an update on him very soon. I'm sure you, Laura, along with lady me and slightly and John DeVito and other friends would appreciate an update too. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because I, I'm, I'm sure you would probably be honored to talk with class one as well. And, and I'm yeah. sure Dennis Lee and Donald Wayne would like to see him too. Oh yeah. He's an old school friend. Yep. Well, I, I thought Robert said that you that the two of you were going to do some kind of music show. Well, and we it, have been, oh, and okay. we had been doing it for a couple of months, but then so he had something come up, and then I had a major. I'm going through major, uh, major dental repairs, and um, so I was uh, like for I don't know three weeks dealing with four extractions. Oh, goodness. And so I wasn't doing a lot of talking. I hadn't been on here for that reason. And um, now that I'm getting my repairs done, it's going to be – I'm on the upside of it all. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, 
I took, you might be interested in stuff like this. I know what y'all talk about. I mean, I took a, a medicine, if you've heard of it, Bo, Boniva. It's a bone medicine. You know, I have 80% bone loss from chemo and radiation. And that's okay. But uh, my doctors gave me this medicine, you know. Well, it turns out there's a rare side effect where it causes dental problems. And that happened uh -huh. to me. So that's something that I'm having to deal with. But, you know, it, it's not all that. Well, I'll tell you, I don't enjoy going to the dentist. That's all I'll say to be negative. It's not a great place to go all the time. No, 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 no. But the people that work there are cool, so we're getting through it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why that show has well, – I don't know. I've been so, meaning to talk to Robert because, I mean, it just stopped and it stopped. So I don't know what he's got going on, but he ha he stopped calling me about it. He used to call me before uh, every show and the day before. And then, you know, when I had my dental work, he knew, but – he just kind of, I don't know. I guess maybe the pattern got thrown off. Maybe we'll get it going back after I'm, I'll be done in three weeks. I go back to do everything finished, but I'm good right now. You know, we could be doing it now. So I need to talk to him. <laughs> well, maybe he moved to Idaho. <laughs> I don't know. I talked to his brother, his brother. Uh, it was one of those busy shows. I saw his brother and, I didn't get to, uh, you know, and he's not real informative unless there's something really going on. He'll usually say, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, I was, I was wondering, uh, last week, uh, Robert didn't show up on, uh, when we did the live show. So, but it's good to hear from you. Sorry yeah. that you're uh, dealing with all that dental stuff, but if you're well, getting you close know. to the end, uh, here's the thing. I'll be. I'll tell. It was a good th visit yesterday because this is my fifth visit with this doctor, and I have some major dental. Okay, so my teeth have started just chipping, and what he. This is a place where I went because I, I personally don't make much income, but my family does. I just I don't, and I I wanted to deal with it. So. When after I, he said yesterday, he said, well, since there's been nil to zero plaque and we haven't even had to clean, I'm more inclined to save all of these teeth rather than pull them. And I was like, what? I didn't know that was even an option. I thought that I was just in such bad shape. He was going to have to pull them and I was going to have to get um, in the front. Like, I don't know. I can't remember what you call it, but it was like, I don't know. It was a bad deal for me. And Implant. so... Um, yeah, and so what they decided to do was, turns out, I mean, one thing is going to cost like $9,000. I mean, all the dental work is just real expensive. But my mom was like, I don't give a damn what it costs, Laura, just do it. So I finally talked to them. But before I even had a chance, they were trying to help me financially and get it done with my insurance and do this and do that. And, you know, he was like, I just feel more inclined to save them rather than pull any. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes. So that was really good news for me. Yeah. And so it does pay to keep your teeth cleaned when you go to your dentist or in life, because when you go to your dentist, they can tell. Oh, yeah. They deal with a lot of people that come in there, I guess, that are messed up on drugs. And that's why they're having these dental issues. I don't know, but even they are people that have been, you know, let's just say 
impoverished conditions, whatever the case may be. Me and the little nurses, we got along really well. They had just done taken a class on bedside manners, and they were really excited that I was in because they knew I would love it. And, you know, he came flying in. He's got a whole nother gear, but we, we helped him to get back in gear. And, uh, you know, dental dental stuff is so expensive, and it's, and it's really traumatizing. And uh, I lost my train of thought, you know. You know well, yeah, it, it is expensive. And, uh, oh, I was talking about treatment of people. It's disgusting to me that if I were poor and didn't have, you know, when I worked in the jail, they would line people up and give them two Tylenol and yank their tooth out, no matter what the deal was. You know, there was no researching to see what we could do. See, I grew up with a dentist that went to my church that. I never knew all these problems existed. I mean, I never had dental problems when I was a kid. But, you know, he's retired, and that makes me real sad because when I had dental work done there, he gave me some gas, and he was treated me with respect, and da 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 da, da. Well, that should be the case all the way around, and, and doctors do this so often, and it's a repetitive game for them. But I let this doctor, I reminded this doctor, believe me, that um, – he, all, not all Pete, you don't treat people that way, you know, cause I, in the way that I said, whatever I said after he was really a terrible dentist, he, um, he did a few things that were just unethical. Uh, when I first got there, I had a tooth that was highly infected. And normally when that happens, you get an antibiotic and come back. And I said, uh, and he said, is that what, you want me to pull it or what? I said, well, can you pull it? And he was like, yeah. And so he just pulled it. But he gave me a bunch of shots that are still swollen, and that was a month and a half ago. But that's really not a good thing to do, I find out later. But, you know, the next two weeks I came in, and he said, well, you know, I've got to do uh, – I'm thinking about pulling this tooth and the um, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I can't remember what it was, but I said there was another alternative. And I was like, I really don't want to do that. And he was like, oh, it's you're tough. You can handle it. You let me do what I did last week. You can handle anything. And I'm like, and I'm just sitting there kind of dumb. And then later I'm like, no, I'm not brave. Um, I was caught off guard. You're the doctor. I'm the patient. And I'm looking for you to want to do the best thing for me. Right. And so. You know, I told him when we were done, because I felt all of it, and I told him when we were done, he said, see, that wasn't so bad. I was crying. Tears flooded from my eyes the entire time, and about three or four times I screamed out loud, and I've had chemo and radiation and didn't cry. So I'm telling you, there was this was not right. And so, um, you know, he told me when the lady came in and said, we have this program. I didn't know. We didn't know you had PTSD, but on your files. It says you have PTSD, so, you know, you qualify for this deal where we can put you under and do everything at once, and da-da-da-da-da. And we were all excited about it, and he flew in from, you know, he comes in at 2 o'clock, and he, he said, uh, oh, you know, PTSD, what do you have PTSD for? You can do this, and he just did the work. It was just an extremely traumatizing experience because it lasted a long time, and I – I felt it, and it was just really bad. There were three or four nurses in there, and three people asked me afterwards if I was, are you really going to come back? And I said, I have to get my stuff done. 
I, I'm, I'm scared not to get it done because COVID is going to shut people down quick. And so anyways, when I got there the next week, we had a good talk. We didn't do any work. Let me put it that way. There was no work done. There was conversation to be had. And what I ended up doing when we were said and done, I mean, I had three plans and he picked for me the kind of plan you would pick for someone if you were fi- fixing them up right. And I know that I got that. I know that he did that because he, there were two or three things that happened that if I were malicious, I could go after him for those things. Make a big deal. But my big deal is that those girls have beautiful bedside manner. And I told him, I said, had y'all not been so wonderful, then there would be a real big problem here. But I did express my feeling, which I think was a good resolution on what bedside on the le- numbers where patients do better when your bedside manners are, are well, then they're positive And there's a, you know, even in hospitals, there's a better, it's scientifically proven that there's a better result. You know, the re- the numbers are better when you have a good environment. So that's just real important. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we had a really good visit. When I left, I felt really good about how I handled it. And hopefully he'll think about, you know, his patients, about what he says to them. You, you know, you don't tell somebody that they don't have PTSD when they've had it since they were six years old. And then I got into sort of telling him a little bit. Of, I said, this is just a little bit of the story. And, you know. He didn't look at my files that I have the bones of an 80-year-old, and he didn't listen to me the first time when I told him. It, he wasn't listening to me about these things. And if he had looked at my files, he'd see that my case is real different. And that he did this third time. I heard him on the phone with someone asking about this drug, Boniva, and asking about the kind of cancer I had. And so, you know, I'm like, okay, this is better. I like this, you know. But I don't know. It was just... uh not a good experience, but I, I'm going back and getting it done. So you only got three more weeks, and then all this yeah. will be over with. Well, that's We're waiting good. on an insurance verification for them to get started, but, I mean, it could be sooner. But, yeah, yeah I'm not going to have to deal with pulled teeth and having to try to how long will it be before I can eat and all that. But I didn't know it really, but my mom was, like, almost mad at me because she's told me a lot, you know, Long story short, I think she's probably pulling into some some of her inheritance that she must have gotten. I don't know because she's like, I don't know my mom's financial status. I never have. She don't. They don't just buy me stuff. They cater to me right now because of my physical stuff, you know. But yeah. they didn't when growing up. There, you know, if you want a car, you got to pay for it, kind of parents, you know. And it was never my business how much money was in their account. I could not tell you. What, well, I know they're not poor, but. It's, it's, that's a lot of money. It's a good good thing that they're in a position that they can do that. And that I'm in a position where I can live with them and do what I do, because if I didn't live with them and they had a big enough place for me to do that, I don't know how I would live on what I get in disability. Because, I mean, here in Lufkin, yeah, I could find a cheap little apartment. But, you know, and how much rent is it is unbelievable in places like i can still pay 550 dollars a month and get a place that's unbelievable to people but i you know it's hard i don't see how people survive i imagine it uh i mean of course that's one thing in a small city like that i mean 
I mean, in, in a place like Atlanta or Dallas, you probably would have a, I mean, it's a pretty expensive place to live. Austin is a terribly expensive oh, place Oh, yeah. Live. I tried, believe me. I tried to live in San Marcos for a year, and I had three jobs. I was 22 years old working three jobs, and I'm like, it's not fun to live here if all I can, I mean, all I can do is work. You're too tired to enjoy the parties. I mean, yeah. I still did it. Believe me, I still went to the parties. But n- now I would, I can't imagine doing what I did then. But it's living there. You had to have several roommates. You couldn't just live on your own. Well, like I said, it's it's good that uh, you only got a few more weeks that you gotta. It's all good. Yeah. You gotta gotta deal with that, Dennis yeah. Lee. I I need you to do the. Uh, we didn't do the thing tonight, Dennis. You know the Which thing? What thing is that, Donald Wayne? You know the thing? I mean, oh, should we do contest? it now? Yeah, well, I mean, we were well, supposed to do that now. Uh, so well, now you know, it's your turn for the code word. Uh, <laughs> is, is that ooh. what we're doing? Or are we doing? I don't, I don't, I'm so confused. <laughs> I just want to give away a dead gum book. Can we give away a book? <laughs> just I don't, you know. All right, somebody somebody spell somebody spell the word book. Somebody guess the number. No, guess the number. Donald Wayne's thinking of a number between one and ten, but he's thinking <laughs> of a number between one and ten. The first one to type the correct answer into the chat. <laughs> well, win a copy of this dang blasted book. Oh, what gosh. book? Uh, Mark Levin's Mark, book. Uh, Mark Levin's American book, Socialism. American Marxism. Oh. Marxism? Oh, okay. <laughs> I keep some, calling some it some ism. Maybe that was another book he was doing. It's an ism. For goodness sake, yeah. it's an ism. Mark Levin's book. It's a good book. I, I, I wrote eight down in honor of my my birthday October 8th but okay, I'll yeah, probably donate if, if I'm the winning number I'll probably just like give it to Robert or to another good friend I see that BP has got nine uh, we're going to forget the zeros over there BP and oh. um, Laura put uh, three uh, Eric's got eight LJ's got five Jess Huck, you going to get in there hey King bling blah the closest number between one and ten that Donald Wayne is thinking about right now, put it in the chat to get a chance to win this book. Can we guess two numbers? <laughs> yeah, I want to guess well, two numbers. Keep guessing <laughs> until you get one that's right. That's we really right. want to win. Process, that's what I was thinking. Process, process of elimination. Okay, we got five uh, seconds. Oh, uh, oh, there's a six and a one. There's okay, two seconds. Okay, Donald Wayne, what was the number you were thinking of? It was the I wrote it down here, but I can't show it to oh, anybody. Sweet Lord. It's it's <laughs> number three. No way. Oh, oh wow. Look at that. Give her Are you the kidding clap. me? Can we I'm hear it? Congratulations, it's, Laura. It's, yeah. it's on my little notepad yeah. in front of me. I wrote down. I was so exciting. Is everybody mad at me now? I'm not mad at you, Laura, but. Well, we're going to do it again next week. So we got. It's not just any book. I mean, we've also. It's going to have 
the Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee's signature in this. Oh, are y'all gonna put something special in there for me? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna Wayne put a put baby picture of Dennis in Lee's in there too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Drip any sweat off my glass into the. Hey, do y'all have any Trice Talk stickers? Who? Well, Trice Talk stickers. Those are in the works. We're gonna. I want to buy one when you get them. So let me know. Trice Talk stickers. We got a Trice Talk hat. We got a Trice Talk. Trice Talk underwear. Hat. Yeah, that's what I want. We have a hat. I mean, I think you got to collect you a slightly serious show coffee mug too, there, Laura. Huh? I want to get a hat. Why not, Jess Duck? I mean, he can make everything else. All right, well, I'm so excited. Call call back in next Thursday, and you may may be able to win a hat. I will. I can't believe that I I jumped in here after not seeing y'all in this song, and I won. I I can't believe it either. I think you've done that before, Laura. I I did it. That's how I got the coffee mug. Y'all had been (laughs) working hard on the trivia game, and I came in and just answered the questions. Uh, at the very end of like a three week long deal. And I came in and hung out that one time and then answered questions with y'all and ended up winning. This is well, one of the most difficult contests we've had so far. Yes, we've been trying to give away the dead gum book for over a week now. Uh, well, I'm glad I could be here and help. The, the, the good thing about this you. is, is we already have your information, so you don't even have to send us anything. Right. Oh, unless unless you've moved. And we won't have to send anybody out to your house, so that saves us a lot financially. No. So. Yeah, send a baby picture like you were talking about now. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll have to do that what? after he... He drops oh, the book off. Who? I said, oh, I'm going to put a baby picture of yours in there so she can oh, see what great, you look like. Great. Birthday <laughs> suit and all. Well, I can. <laughs> well, I'm not. Oh, I wasn't gonna, yeah. Send I wasn't going to do any bath, bath pictures. <laughs> you asked, yeah, think, he asked for it. I think, I think you have to get my release on that, don't we? Uh, it's well, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see what shows up. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll I'm be have signing to y'all a little something. One of my little art sketches that I work on. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. That'll be fun. All right. Oh. Well, we hey, we didn't do any clapping or whistling or uh, where, where's the uh, crowd? We don't have a crowd. Oh, I think like the me. well, you have the cheering one. Yeah. Hey. Yay. Yeah, we, we, we got such wonderful sound effects on. Oh, yeah. there you go. Uh, well, we're working towards an upgrade. Uh, we'll Only the best for odd beamites. All right, so we'll, <sighs> as soon as uh, we get those signed and get the little goodies in, in, inside it, we'll send that off to you. But join us next week, and we'll be giving away another book, and yeah. who knows? Yeah. Maybe Listen, maybe uh, some more Dennis Lee baby pictures. So we'll yeah, and when, you know, you'll, maybe you'll hear Don Wayne say. I'm looking forward to that. Let me tell you, um, we'll just, uh, we'll see what unique way we we give away a book next Thursday. So get everybody to come join in, and uh, anybody can. <laughs> thank win. you guys. Uh, y'all made well, my thank, week. Well, well, thank you. You're, you're Lord. quite welcome. All right, Dennis Lee. I guess it's about that time on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, BP, we'll get that one in there. I don't know. We'll have to get you to sign off so we can use that one. Um, 
thank you everybody for being here <laughs> and uh, a big a big thank you and um you know, our heart goes out to you and our prayers are with you for all our service members um and all of our uh, frontline workers and all our healthcare workers god bless you all for what you do and um our prayers are with you for your losses and and you know that we'll make this we'll make it through this and we're all here um praying and for i would you. also yeah. dennis lee and donald wayne like for us to extend a, a prayer request on behalf of podcast friend crazy kane um the people down in louisiana with that storm coming in please keep them in yes. your thoughts and prayers yeah because this is going to be a bad one they're supposed to hit sunday and they're saying yeah um what level is it now y'all y'all freaking out they're gonna say they're saying a category three or stronger, Laura, and it's the anniversary of Katrina this coming mm-hmm. Sunday. Y'all uh, don't understand. I'm just that just just makes me so sick right now. Well, you got to start preparing for it. Watch the weather, Laura, because I mean we remember we went through this. Was I know. It last year, remember when that? It's, a, it's our anniversary, then? y'all. Yeah. Yeah, this is so our you, anniversary. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta watch the weather and, and make sure to to take yeah, you to well, the warning. So yeah, they've already. I'll they give just you all live updates. About, about an hour ago, good idea. Went ahead and put uh, hurricane watch uh, issued issued hurricane watch for Louisiana, Mississippi. Um, That's where all my family so. lives, y'all. Yeah, yeah. That's where yeah, all but be my sure you're in contact with them. I hate this. Like we need something else. No, I know. But yeah, prayers are certainly being sent for everyone. Yep. And well, hopefully, Cummings will acknowledge it on his special Facebook show tomorrow too. But I will get y'all posted. Please do. Well, look. Um, thank, thank you to everybody for joining us. And if you, you know, for the people who are listening to this on the uh, on the download. If you've downloaded this podcast and you're listening down to low. it, make sure on the down low, make sure to hit that follow button um, so you'll get updates on shows that uh, are upcoming. Um, and then if you like the Twitter, well, Twitter is at Tristalk WG Moon or Tristalk D Lee and um, follow us there as well. We're trying to boost our following on Twitter and we put a lot of our articles there. All these shows are posted on there as well you can email email us at tristalk 69 pts at gmail.com to um you know suggest uh topics that you'd like to hear about bp thank you for the topics that you send out of wayne uh you can send us pictures that you'd like us to see or use on facebook and bp we can't use any of those on facebook <laughs> um and then you know any other things that you'd like to say Please send that to our email. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook um, at Tristalk. And we post all of the articles that we use. All the shows are posted there and pictures as well. And you can find us on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Playa FM. And, and Firefox. We are on, and, oh, and Firefox, too. And Google goodness. Chrome. And wow. Google Chrome. And, um, you know. Um, impressive. Yeah, probably some other place I'd forgotten. But uh, <laughs> we're on every night of the flipping week. Uh, either Donald Wayne and us and myself live, or Donald Wayne and the mini pods. Don't miss an episode of Tries Talk. We appreciate you. We can do it without you. We love you. Thank you so much. Uh, Thanks, guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness, how do I follow that? Well, <laughs> it was a good night on just, Trash Talk for me. Just remember right. that well, thanks, we're Laura. we're live on Thursdays only right yes. now. Live Thursday uh, only. Uh, well, on Facebook Live coming up. What? Uh, oh, oh yeah. By next, by at least by next weekend, right? Uh, yeah, definitely have to. So we're going. Yeah, we're going to try another Facebook Live thing. See if we can. <laughs> pull it off while uh, we still have some help available to do that. But uh, yeah, that should be coming up next week. Yeah. Thank and, you, Laura. Uh, and thank you, Eric. Thank you, LEJ. Thank yeah. You thanks for joining us tonight. And we definitely look forward to, to, and we definitely look forward to Dennis Lee bringing back tall tales, of the rabbit hole sometime in the fall too. Ah, he's it's coming in for a fall surprise in September. Yes. Yes, he's yes. chasing the rabbit still. So, um, oh, well, or the rabbit's chasing me. I don't know. But I'll see you around on the other podcast friend shows. <laughs> All right, thanks, well, thank Eric. You so much. And I'm about to head on out of here. Have a great weekend, everybody. All right, appreciate All right, you it. See you in September. Thank you. Y'all take care. Oh, that's care. a song. That's a song. See you yeah. in September. I don't think I have that one on here. All right. Well, yeah, we appreciate everybody joining us tonight. Ellie J and Laura and Eric, uh, thanks for calling in. It's always great to spend time with you. And, uh, yeah. and thanks we'll, for our uh, listeners in the chat. BP, Jess, Duck. Yes. Um, and thanks to the article, the others, BP. Mike. Yep. Too much. And, everybody, uh, everybody. everybody. So hopefully we'll have um, a little little better news next week with things, yeah. uh, hopefully. Yeah. So uh, everybody take care. I'm, let's, I'm, look, I'm looking down this list, Dennis Lee. I was trying to find something. You know, the thing I was going to use originally just doesn't fit for, for tonight, but I'm going to just do something mild here, okay, okay. just to uh, get us out of here tonight. If you got the lights... Turning them off now, Donald Wayne. I got the tunes. Stay safe, everybody.